0: of agents for Christ go to agentsforchrist.org that's agents f-o-r christ.org broadcasting the timeless Word of God in truth and
1: in worship 24 hours a day on the way 101.1 Will the shift in power in Afghanistan shift us closer to any prophetic fulfillment? The tiny country of Haiti is once again hammered by a devastating earthquake. The devastating wildfires in California continue to wreak havoc. And is a Tennessee pastor wreaking havoc needlessly with his rhetoric? Those are just some of the signs of the times we'll look at as our weekly Bible prophecy show... Focusing on the world's news begins for Friday, August 20th, 2021. Along with Mark Kirk, the Senior Pastor of Calvary Knoxville, I'm Greg Hilt, and we thank you for taking the time to listen to us live or online at a later time. And speaking of a later time, today's live broadcast on WIAM will transform into Podcast 181, which you can listen to when it's convenient for you through Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, or Stitcher, or enjoy without signing up for anything right from the waymedia app or the waymedia.net Good afternoon, Pastor Great Mark. Great to be here, man. Excited yes, about today's show. It's gonna be good. I am too. Yeah. You know, also something I was excited about, and and this is uh, I, a shameless plug, I guess, for our Wednesday night teachings here right. at Calvary. Uh, Pastor Mark uh, basically takes a a, 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 um, a chapter by chapter a view of the Bible, beginning in Revela- uh, Genesis and ending in Revelation. Usually takes about an eight year uh, trip. The first two times he's done it, he's on his third trip through the Bible, and right now we're uh, heading towards the end of the Psalms. Um, and we were in Psalm 137 through 139, I believe, this past Wednesday. Yes. And you were talking about an interesting animal called
0: the platypus, oh, yes. right? Oh, yes. It's, it's an evolutionist enigma.
1: It, yes, and, and, and an enigma. And then you were talking about the worm yes. and something that had to do with brain waves. Can you reset that for
0: us? Yes. Again, they found out yeah. with platypus well, years ago, again, that they had this amazing ability to detect any kind of electronic transmission, just a little, even a little worm. you just a, something like that, just tiny little worm brain. It can pick it up and they would put it, you know, deep in water and put it in a container and the platypus could go down and not even be able to see and find where that worm was and try to get into that container to get that worm. They never understood how they found things under the mud, and under the dirt, and they got, yeah. it's kind of like, you know, like a, a dolphin has this kind of thing or whatever, but there's this electronic thing. They can pick up a little electronics and even the tiniest of insects. And we were comparing that to how God can hear our brain, because if, if, if an animal can get that from a little tiny worm brain, yeah. just think about how God knows what we're thinking, can see us, hears our thoughts, and it's connected to us. Amazing. It is yeah.
1: and then and then you thought that, you, and yeah. you 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 said that your brain yes. sounded like something, yeah. and and you made a thing. Well, well, I, well, here here's here's what I want to help <laughs> you out because 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 God in His infinite ways did actually record. Oh, he did your, your yes. brain, yes, and and we have it for our listeners. Oh, great.
0: So so that was that's my brain trying to yes trying to get thoughts together. Yes, trying yeah. to get thoughts together. So. Um, yeah, i love it
1: <laughs> I, when you did that wednesday night i immediately thought of that sound effect I and i it. thought I, well, I, I would have liked to have played it wednesday night but that wouldn't have been appropriate but for this show yes. it is appropriate
0: I look into my brain uh, thank look, you for that that's Greg. right
1: I look into your brain <laughs> You've got this is our truth in 10 segment yes this is where pastor mark answers your prophecy question in 10 minutes or less and this question comes to us from sean who uh, listens to us out in Denver, Colorado. He says people often seem to imply that the rapture is the event that initiates the tribulation. In Second Thessalonians 2, it says the lawless one will only be revealed after the restrainer is taken away. Prophecy also says that the Antichrist will enforce or make stronger a seven-year treaty and that the halfway mark will be the abomination of desolation. So would this not mean that the rapture has to happen either on the day the lawless one is revealed and thus the rapture is tied to that date slash event or could it happen before and thus there be a gap between the rapture and the start of the seven-year tribulation. If there is a gap is there any indication how long that might be?
0: Yeah, again, a great question, Sean. I've actually had this question before, and I think it's a great question. I think it's a very normal, logical question if you're looking at prophecy, but I think we need to understand what the actual initiator of the tribulation will be. We'll do that first, and then talk about what the timing of the rapture, because we don't know great details, but I'll tell you what we do know. First of all, here's what Daniel chapter nine says. You mentioned it in your letter, but you didn't really notate where it was and expound. I know it's just a question, so I'll do that. But in Daniel chapter nine, it says that this world leader, the Antichrist, is going to come on the scene ruling in, in you know literally the entire world. Um, he is going to make a treaty with the nation of Israel, and no doubt that would be with the surrounding nations as well. And um and it says in Daniel chapter nine, when he makes that treaty, that's the beginning of the Great Tribulation. So the moment they sign the dotted line, the moment they make this agreement, boom, yes, we're going to do this, whatever that agreement is for peace in the Middle East, Israel with all their neighbors, et cetera, et cetera. No doubt it's going to be an outcropping of the Ezekiel 38 and 39 war where Russia comes in and tries to wipe out with Iran, tries to wipe out Israel. The world see this massive uh, destruction take place. Everybody's kind of freaking out because of this huge uh, event And so many troops wiped out and all that God's going to do. And he shows up and goes, hey, let's make a treaty. Let's do this. And we don't know exactly if that'll be the catalyst for that. But we do know this. He will sign an agreement. He'll make a treaty with the nation of Israel. The moment he makes that treaty, that, Sean, is when that time clock starts for the Great Tribulation. It it actually tells us that from that day, it will be 2,520 days until the second coming. It also tells us from that day it will be twelve hundred and ninety days until the mid-tribulation. That's why I contend that the rapture is an absolute must theologically, because if you, if we are here, uh, that is the pre-trib rapture, pre-tribulation. This before the tribulation. I'm a strong proponent. Um, uh, actually, written a little booklet on it, but I'm a strong proponent that again the rapture has to happen prior to the great tribulation. It could happen close to the same time, but it's got to happen prior because if I'm here or Sean, if you're here or Greg's here, anybody's here, when that world leader signs that agreement with the nation of Israel, then you could literally count down the days to the coming of Christ. If it's mid-trib, mid-tribulation, you could count 1260 days. I think it's at 1290. I take that back. It's 1260, Mm -hmm. uh, 1260 days and or you could count double that. And you could count 2520 days, and literally I could within two days, either the mid-trib or, or post-trib, I could tell you the day the Lord is coming. And Jesus said no one will know the day or the hour. Now, he didn't say no one would know the day or the hour of the second coming. And we will know that. If we won't, we'll be gone. But if, if somebody gets saved after he signs this treaty, all they have to do is count the number of days from when that treaty was signed up to, you know, uh, when the Lord's coming back, the the 1260 times 2, 2,520, and you could literally announce to the world, Jesus Christ is coming on this day, and you would be correct. Well, the Lord said nobody would be able to do that. So since we know we can do that, or they'll be able to do that after the treaty signed, that means the rapture must exist. And people say, oh, is there really the rapture? It has to. Because if the rapture is not a real event, Everybody that's saved afterwards, or even that knows the Bible after the rapture, every one of them, Greg, can predict the exact day of Jesus' return, and Jesus said nobody will know the day or the hour. So there's, there must be another return. There's the second coming, and then there's something else, and that is what we call the rapture. That's what we won't know. We will know the second coming because of him signing that treaty. We will not know the rapture. Now, that also means that the rapture has to happen prior to him signing that treaty, which is the pre trib Rapture, right? Because if it doesn't, I can predict the exact day of the mid-tribulation, or I can predict the exact day of the post-tribulation, which once again, I would be able to defy the words of Christ by picking the exact day. Well, no one knows the day of the hour. I certainly can't defy the words of Christ, or I can't, you know, say, do something he said I couldn't do. So further evidence for the rapture and, and I think solid evidence, not only for the rapture, but Greg, that it has to be a pre-tribulation pre tribulation rapture. Yeah. So that answers the question. When does the rapture or when does the great tribulation start? When he signs that treaty. That's your signal. Now, Sean, since you know the Lord, you won't see that signal. You won't be here because we just explained why the rapture has to take place prior to that or else you, Sean, could predict the day that Jesus Christ returns to the earth. And so since no one knows the day or the hour, he's talking about the rapture and you have to be gone prior to that. So that's how that works. Now, as far as when does the rapture happen in relation to him signing that treaty, here's the reality. The Bible doesn't nail that down. And you're not going to find anybody that can nail that down. The rapture could happen and then a couple years later he signed that treaty. Or uh, the, ra- the rapture could happen on the treaty signing date. I mean, we don't know. It just doesn't tell us. But something that we talked about, Greg, earlier that I could even bring up now um, is we do know that one of the triggers probably is going to be the destruction of Damascus um, as far as the battle with Russia and Iran coming in and could very well be what causes this world leader to step on the scene because after this failed battle by Russia and Iran and God wipes them out, and, and we've talked about different ways that could take place, Um, What would cause Russia and Iran Greg you pointed out before the show started The Bible says it won't be a hook in the jaw It will be hooks It's plural Which means it will be a number of things Pulling Iran and Russia into Israel to attack them One of those hooks and a big hook Could very well be the destruction of Damascus uh, Making them so mad So upset uh, Russian troops damaged um, You know Again we're going after them And again where do we we find this In Isaiah 17 chapter 1 I'm sorry, Isaiah chapter 17, verse 1, it says, The burden against Damascus, behold, Damascus, which, by the way, is the capital of Syria, will cease from being a city, and it will be a ruinous heap. So it's prophesied that Damascus will be destroyed and be a ruinous heap. Here's the the problem. That's never happened to Damascus. You could say, well, you know, Damascus has been defeated many times throughout world history. Correct. But Damascus has never ceased being a city. It has always survived being a city, even as it's been conquered. As a matter of fact, it boasts as the oldest known contiguous city in the world. And again, I think historically we can prove that's true. So it might very well be, when you talk about what's going to trigger the rapture, it might very well be, I believe, that a big trigger for the rapture, if if we're wondering, is the Lord going to come now, be watching the Iran-Russia invasion? I'm not saying that's when it's going to happen. But I think that could very possibly be when it's going to happen because, Greg, I think very shortly after that's when the Antichrist is going to come on the scene and say, look, we can't have any more of these wars worldwide. This is too dangerous. Too many big weapons. Mm-hmm. Let's all just, you know, sing we are the world and gather together and be friends. So let's make this agreement. Mm-hmm. We'll sign a treaty, etc." cetera. So, but I do believe that one of those hooks Mary, uh, may very well be the, sh- the destruction of Damascus. And as I mentioned to you before the show started, one of the things I think we need to be watching for to happen next is either the destruction of Damascus and or uh, the Iranian-Russian invasion into Israel.
1: Uh, Sean, another thing to keep in mind, too, when it comes to uh, the rapture, and uh, the great tribulation as it relates to the Antichrist being revealed as the world leader in the signing of the peace treaty is this from 2 Thessalonians two three? It says, let no one deceive you by any means for that day will not come unless the falling away comes first. Speaking about church apostasy yeah. and the man of sin is revealed the son of perdition. Yeah, so. Us as the church, we will not know who that antichrist is, right? Because we we will be removed. That's the right. rapture is going to happen. Yep, the church is going to be removed before that. So that's another thing to keep in mind. And the other thing too is the peace treaty is original.
0: Yeah,
1: it's original to the antichrist. I think your your question kind of intimated that he would either make stronger right. or enforce something it, yeah. that was already there. Yeah, and and here's the thing. Presidents and leaders of nations since the inception of Israel in our generation in 1948, basically the reestablishment, have tried unsuccessfully to bring peace.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great point, Greg, and obviously he asked that in there. This is going to be a brand new treaty Yeah, that this guy initiates, that he starts, and again, I think the reason... Obviously, there's going to be demonic wisdom to it, sure. uh, but at the same time, I I believe that it's going to be a world that's ready to receive it due to desperation. When you watch again, as it says in, in Ezekiel 5, 6 of the Russian and Iranian invading armies destroyed when this takes place. They're going to want people are going to sign that 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 treaty again. And I believe that's why you're going to see, which we'll get to in a moment. I won't get ahead, but I will yeah, say this. Yeah, that's why I think you're going to see also a a, a a removal of a large contingent of radical Islam again, which we'll address in just a moment, because I think they're going to be joining in with Israel and Iran. I mean, Russia and Iran on this. And and that would he be more able to bring world peace in without the with the church gone and radical Islam greatly weakened. You know, now the world's going to say we can do this thing. Yeah. so again I, I think all this comes into play they're all pieces that come together we don't have all the details what is the timing of the rapture I don't know but I would say this Sean let's be ready because the Lord said when you see these things begin to happen look up your redemption draws nigh and I do believe we have now officially entered into what Matthew 24 uh, calls the time of sorrows I think yeah. we've entered into it
1: and well and we've been in actually we've been in it probably for a little bit longer than what we think.
0: It m- maybe, but here's Drake. You, you may be right, but yeah. here's the thing. To me, and we probably have contractions, whatever, but there's been a marked change worldwide yeah. when COVID began.
1: Yes. Oh, That's when yeah, we felt
0: worldwide yeah. Yeah. oppression. Globally, yes. Global death. Yes. Global confusion. And to me, he said the time of sorrows, this is a global event yeah. that everyone enters into together. It's like this tent of sorrow that just came over the world and now we're in it. And I believe this is going to continue. Continue, whether it be viruses, wars, events, you know, n- collapsing of nations, you're going to see this continue until the Lord comes back. Yeah. I
1: mean, even though countries and things like that are mentioned in scripture uh, prophetically, uh, but a lot of these end times events have to include the entire world. Yeah. Especially when it factors into the Antichrist and the judgment of the world Absolutely. as depicted in Absolutely. Revelation. So, Sean, thank you so much for your question. And yeah. if you've got a question like Sean does, we invite you to visit our website at thewaymedia.net or the app and just go to the signs of the time section and you'll see where you can ask a prophecy question. And you can also read our frequently asked questions regarding Bible prophecy. Yeah. You... Oh, and we've already did that. So yeah, let's do that one. Yeah, I got to yeah. move my mouse. That's okay. Okay. Uh, we are going to get into some articles that's really going to lead to Pastor Mark getting into a prophetic editorial. Uh, regarding Afghanistan and the Taliban and uh, how that may or may not be prophetic, but yet it's so important that yes. we can't miss what's happening, especially as it relates to wars and rumors and wars as well. Absolutely. So uh, the first article, Pastor Mark, comes from jpost.com, and this says the Taliban's Afghan takeover shows Israel must be self-reliant.
0: Yeah, and and before again, let me set the stage for this. You did it, Greg, but I want to read it for our our, our listeners here, and that okay. is Matthew twenty four. I think one of the things we're seeing. Remember, we're going to see like the last days would be like a woman in birth pangs, and we're going to see different contractions of different events, and sometimes all the events at once. I believe the closer we get to the Lord's return, and you brought one up. I think we might be right now entering into a contraction of wars and rumors of wars. And when they ask the Lord, "Tell us what the end times are going to be like." He said this in verse six of chapter 24 of Matthew, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled. That's probably the biggest line in that whole thing right there. For all you out there listening, I want to to my brothers and sisters in Christ with what you're seeing happening in the world right now. Here's what the Lord said. See that you are not troubled. That means he's in control.
1: Is that in? I'm I'm just curious, and I know you just have the Bible in front of you. You Don't have all your exegetical material. Yes. yes. But is that not written in the command form again? Is I would, Jesus I would not have
0: to look it up. Okay. I-, I can try to find that before you know later on. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll look that up. Yeah. Uh, but that's a great point. Uh, but see that you're not troubled for all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet so we see what's happening over in afghanistan i want to read these articles then talk a little bit about afghanistan and also about where we are in the sense of uh what we need to be doing for our brothers and sisters over there but yeah the taliban takeover uh shows israel that has to be self-reliant this is amazing here because israel is now realizing we really are on our own and here's another major prophetic side of the last days Israel, it says the whole world will turn against the nation of Israel, everybody. And I can remember just a few years back going, America. how in the world can America ever turn their back on Israel? It is happening. And I believe, Greg, to some degree, it has happened. And the rest of the world doesn't like Israel either. Arthur Link, again, the horrific events in Afghanistan must be a hard, scary lesson about changing interests. And cold, hard calculations. The Taliban's sudden conquest of Afghanistan after U.S. forces withdrew is a reminder that Israel can only count on itself for its defense. Now, they're going to go from only counting on themselves to relying totally on God. And that's when they're going to cry out that's for the Messiah. Yes, yes. And that's coming. That's coming. That's coming. Right now, first, they'll depend on themselves, like we always do. That will shift over to dependence on God because they'll have no choice. He will reveal himself as the Messiah. And that's when things get really exciting. Uh, the, the former Israeli ambassador, Arthur Link tweeted that on Sunday. Not what I said, but the part we read before that. Link, um, a, uh, a veteran diplomat who served as Israel's ambassador to Azerbaijan, South Africa, Eswatini and Lesotho. Added that he did not mean to imply the Jewish state was friendless. In other words, he wants to make sure he doesn't offend America. There's no need to protect partnerships, relationships, alliances, and reputation, he wrote. Adding that one must have a plan for a rainy day when all the above might fail. In other words, when we see that America is not defending Afghanistan, and America is probably not going to defend Taiwan, which is sending a signal to China, we'll probably talk about that more later, He's saying they're not going to be defending us either. We've got to make sure that we can defend ourselves. And, Greg, they're ready. They have nuclear weapons. They have the will. It's life and death for them. They're literally backed up to the Mediterranean. And um, and uh, so he says, Link's remarks came as the Taliban made rapid progress in taking over Afghanistan, recently breaching into the capital, Kabul, and seizing control of the presidential palace. So, again, um, Israel, note this, with this Afghanistan event, it has shown them, because of our response, We have to depend on ourselves. That's the first thing you do as an unbeliever. And then when you realize you can't help yourself, then you cry out to God. So step one of a two-step process of the nation coming to Christ. Hmm.
1: All right, let's come back to this country for another article, Pastor Mark, that ties all this together. And uh, this is from timesofisrael.com, where we see U.S. allies are tearing into the current U.S. administration over the Afghanistan, quote-unquote failure. Yeah. Please explain what they mean by a failure, Pastor Mark, and yes. why this is important.
0: Again, this is a huge signal to the world what's going on. Listen, I'll tell what it says. Let's read it, then we'll talk about it. Again, all these three, first three articles tie into Afghanistan, which we'll spend the whole first half on talking about all this. Allies and critics alike on Monday condemned the United States over its 20-year NATO campaign in Afghanistan with the leading German politician slamming. that was you slamming? They need another word in, in media. I wonder if they start noticing how often slammed and is used well i want to i
1: want people to notice how often the word awesome is used but that will awesome, get me on a soapbox we don't right, have time right, for yeah it, i'm, I'm wasting ahead. time okay.
0: anyway, I, a personal thing yes. right, slamming operation <laughs> as the biggest debacle in the alliance's history stunned by the taliban's lightning advance really our lightning retreat is why they got a lightning advance across the country after the departure of western troops nato allies have been left scrambling to evacuate their nationals as well as vulnerable afghans the Taliban's return to power in chaotic scenes of people desperately seeking to flee. You know, again, they've been all over the news. And again, the, the, this and this, the deployment effectively ended Al-Qaeda's ability to launch another operation originally um, uh, on the scale of its September 11, 2001 attack in the United States. But everything else that has followed has been as successful and has been, not been achieved in the way or uh, has not been successful and not been achieved the way that we planned. Merkel, the German leader said, again, uh, Prime Minister Merkel um, said So she's talking about how horrible it is. And here's their concern. Again, a domino effect. Yeah. In a meeting with her party's top brass early on Monday, Merkel, uh, the chancellor, not the prime minister, the yeah. chancellor of Germany, said that once the U.S. decided to withdraw, it was clear that other allies had to follow suit. So basically, they blew it. It's the biggest debacle, they said, that NATO has suffered since its founding. And again, it's called a failure here. Britain has also slammed the American decision to leave Afghanistan, with U.K. Defense Secretary Ben Wallace warning, on Friday that the Taliban's resurgence would create a breeding ground for extremists that threaten the world absolutely Beijing has repeatedly lambasted uh, what it sees as the hasty withdrawal from Afghanistan as a failure of leadership while Moscow has said the pullout meant the US has failed its mission in Afghanistan Greg we are seen as a failure and we have failed and right now this is a huge prophetic moment This, although Afghanistan is not listed in prophecy in the last days, I'll begin to pull this in. This is where Afghanistan is still prophetic to this degree. It's being used, number one, as the visual to the world that America is on the decline. So now the world can begin to link together. America is, is being reduced. Yes. Others are starting to take over. We will no longer be the superpower we once were. We're certainly not seen that way even now. Yeah and and so that's the beginning of that and, and 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 this is all part of that and greg again with the afghanistan thing again it, it removes america out of the middle east in large part as one of our areas where we had a base we could work from which means when this russian iranian war takes place they're going to be bolder to do it because we're not there to stop them and then we're going to be from over here when you read ezekiel it says that the nations of the coastlines are saying what are you doing yeah. why are you doing that and, and yet we do nothing again um The stage is set.
1: I know you had something. No, no, no. I was just going to say, uh, they're not going to listen to us you know regardless of that we still have the military power yes. but we don't have the political gravitas yeah, and you know what it's like greg yeah. before we
0: go to this next article yeah. it, it reminds me of samson we've used this before and when the yeah. two twin towers fell it made me think about the pillars of samson mm. yes and, and and again you know god allowed them you know, to be pushed down for his purposes and he used that in his way but at the same time it seemed to me to be very symbolic as to where we were as a nation because it was god saying all right i'll give you another chance i'm going to show you what's happening as you turn away from me i'm not saying that was the judgment of god i'm saying it was a picture in my mind of where our nation is and i and i and and i could picture it that way um and i believe this is another sign if you will that america is just dissolving america's when samson got up it said he got up and thought he would go out as before after his hair had been cut the locks of his hair had been cut Thought he could go at as before, and he realized when he got up, he was weak. He was just like any other man. I think what the world is seeing because of this debacle in Afghanistan and our failure is America is just like any other nation. They are no longer the superpower they used to be, and the world is getting the signal. China and Russia are positioning themselves. They're getting bolder, and Greg, it sets the stage more and more for the whole end times process perfectly as to what the scripture talks about. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, Our next article regarding Afghanistan comes to us. From Yahoo.com, where it talks about the Taliban sweeping into the Afghan capital yeah. after the government collapses, and uh, and if we have time, I want I want to talk about uh, uh, Islam as it relates to all of this. When you get
0: well, done. again, here is the religion of peace taking over a nation, and you're seeing visibly what they do. So if anybody had any illusions, I'm shocked that anybody thinks that this is a religion of peace or whatever the case might be. And I realize not not everybody in Islam wants to do what's happening in Afghanistan. I recognize that. There are some very kind people that are Islamic. But the religion itself teaches destruction, takeover, and killing, again, of those that don't go along with it. And we're seeing this now on a national scale as they've taken over Afghanistan. By the way, if you're wondering how women would be treated around the world with Sharia law, you're now seeing it. The Taliban swept into Afghanistan's capital Sunday after the government collapsed and the embattled president joined an exodus of his fellow citizens and foreigners signaling the end of a costly two decade U.S. campaign for his country. Again, um, heavily armed Taliban fighters fanned across the capital. Several entered Kabul's abandoned presidential palace and basically took it over. Um, Kabul was in the grip of a panic helicopters raced overhead throughout the day to evacuate personnel from the U.S. Embassy again you see pictures again of Saigon and all these things that happen these embassies that are attacked and have to come out the American flag was lowered fearful that the Taliban could reimpose the kind of brutal rule that they had before all but eliminate women's rights is now being realized. Um, though the Taliban promised peaceful transition, the U.S. Embassy suspended operations and warned Americans late in the day to shelter in place. Many people watched in disbelief as the helicopters landed in the U.S. Embassy compound to take diplomats to a new outpost at the airport. Here's the bottom line. We need to be praying for our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan. It has fallen. We have failed. It is the decline of America. It is the prophetic beginning of the end times as we're getting more and more out of the Middle East, opening up the door for China and really opening up the door for Russia and Iran to move on Israel. And and um, and right now, more than anything, we can talk about the failures, Greg, and all that happened with that. But we need to be praying for our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan because they're going door to door right now and pulling out people that worked that either wasn't, worked with the U.S. worked with the U.S. or didn't support Taliban, yeah. and they're killing them. And reports are saying they're also going door to door looking for Christians. So we need to be praying that God protects them. They want to kill them uh, and wipe out you know anybody, the believers as well as anybody that was against the Taliban. And and so you know which is. Again, I'll make this comment Then I know you had something you want to say, Greg, before we run out of time on the first half. But when Russia and Iran go in, I believe now that Afghanistan has fallen and is fully radical Islam coming back under Sharia law, I believe you, you may very well see Afghanistan empty out as well to head to that battle and to move in. And that would perfectly describe, again, as, the, as God wipes out five, six of these armies, if you remove mass amounts of radical Muslims all in one fell swoop, and you take the church out in the rapture as well, just like we talked about earlier, you've got a perfect setting for the world to bow down, whether they realize it yet or not, but to let this world leader, yeah. this Antichrist, come on the scene, take over the world, and eventually bow down as he demands that they do so, uh, calling himself God. And again, uh, taking the mark on the hand or the forehead, which we didn't even get into that, but hopefully next half we can. As far as the technology and how that's going to be used, because I want to talk a little bit, if we can, about digital currency and and, and these kind of things. We may not be able to, but we'll see. Uh, I, but I don't want to take your comment away. No, real quick. no,
1: no, no. Well, no, I'll I'll do my comment after because it's okay. going to take more than the time that we've got
0: left. Now, I'm only giving you 20 seconds uh, at a moment. Yeah, I know. You can't have more time. Okay, it's my well, show. It's my show. Yeah. Okay. Well, we're okay. Just gonna... Go ahead. I'll give you no. Because 20... the music is going to start. I'll give you 25 right seconds. now. Oh, see you. Prophet, so, you are a prophet, yes. Greg. You're prophetic. How did you know, ladies and gentlemen? This is amazing. What we just read, Greg predicted it <laughs> and to the second. That that's the proof of a true prophet of God.
1: Yes, we've got other articles to Lord. talk about and other things <laughs> to talk about <laughs> as our show continues right here on WIAM Signs of the Times and other articles. And don't forget uh, to visit our website for questions and comments as well. We'll be right back after this.
0: W-I-A-M-L-P.
2: 101.1 FM,
0: Knoxville. If you run a business, you understand the sense of ownership that's required to make it successful. But one day, you'll have to put the reins into someone else's hands. Hi, I'm Chuck Bentley with My Money Life from Crown. Today, our founder, the late Larry Briquette, offers insights on how to prepare for that day. If you're going to mentor
2: somebody, if you're going to train your successor or somebody to come into your company, you have to make... A decision up front to carve out some time. Jesus had to commit time to his disciples as well and he spent an enormous amount of the three and a half years that he walked with them mentoring those men specifically. Telling them about the kingdom of God, about God the Father, about how to trust God. Because he knew when he was gone that they would have to carry on the work without him. Second principle, you need to share your vision from the heart. Therefore you have to be able to verbalize your mission? What is your vision? Why has God raised up this organization? Third, you need to be able to assign responsibilities and give the authority to execute them. We're all guilty, I have been guilty in the past many times, of giving responsibility to somebody because I really knew that they could do it better than I, but then I didn't give them the authority to make the decision. Or you come along behind and try to second-guess everything to do. You can't do that. You must yield that responsibility and yield the authority. The only way you can do that is spend lots of time with them so that you know they've got the best interest of your organization at heart, and you also know they've caught your vision
0: for what can be accomplished. Now, if credit card debt is keeping you up at night, I recommend Christian Credit Counselors. They'll create a debt management plan that works for you. For more information, call the Crown Helpline, 800-722-1976. Or visit online at crown.org slash ccc.
1: A moment of grace with Ed Taylor. Live out your life, not religiously, not just to go through the motions and go, well, I'm a religious man. I go to Calvary, I study the Bible, I have one, I read it every once in a while, but you live so contrary. You know, you're a snake handler, man, when it comes to sin. You got this little sin over here, and this little sin over here, and this little sin. You know those guys that, that handle snakes you've seen on TV, these Christians, they're, well, we're gonna handle snakes, ow! What happened there? Well, it's a snake, man, that's what happened. And believers, the same thing. you got this little thing over here and this little thing over here. And because things aren't happening and judgment doesn't come so quickly, you think, oh, it's no big deal. It's a huge big deal. Because when you fall and you suffer and you hurt, the body hurts with you.
2: You can learn more at edtaylor.org. Grow deeper in your love relationship with Jesus by visiting edtaylor.org. This has been A Moment of Grace with Ed Taylor. Signs of the Times now continues. Here again is your host.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to the second half of our weekly look at Bible (laughs) prophecy in the world's news that we call the Signs of the Times. This is episode 181 for Friday, August 20th, 2021. Along with Pastor Mark Kirk, I'm Greg Hilt. Thanks for staying with us as we get into our second half. Uh, before we get to articles, um, the one thing that I wanted to mention, Pastor Mark, had to do with what the article um, in our last half hour said something that I don't want to overlook. And uh, this had to do with the Taliban sweeping into the Afghan capital, and and it said that, that, that this uh, coming in in, in in taking over uh, the government, the Taliban did. It said at the end of the sentence, it said signaling signaling the end of a costly two decade U.S. campaign to remake the country. Wow. Um, something to keep in mind: I'm going to read this to you. Isaiah 33:22 says, "For the Lord is our judge, our lawgiver, and our king." Yep. What we have to understand: the basic premise, the tenets of Islam, are incompatible with our government. And our government was set up based on that scripture verse. So we cannot export our type of government, our type of justice, into an Islamically controlled country whose governance is based on Sharia law. Great point. Those are just facts. Yeah, yeah. So, So when you think about two decades of influence over there, and not that for two decades we did not. Our presence did not allow the the advancement of women in in education and getting right. an education and all these other things but but the core of the country 's beliefs were always there; they yeah. never changed,, yeah. and all it took was just to remove us vacuumed out, and then the stuff that 's already been there comes rushing back in yeah and that 's the Taliban and Sharia law so we we can 't uh, this happened in Iraq when we went into Iraq, we thought you know we were going to transform the country. It never happened.
0: Because, Greg, that's not their culture. And really what yeah, exactly. it was, it was two decades of restraint.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: That's all it was, two decades of restraint. Yeah. And you, you can't take the American way of seeing things and, and impose it in there because it takes a certain mindset. Even, look, our founder said, even in America, this Constitution won't work if we turn away from God. Yeah. And here's what's happened. And they said, if we lose our morals... So yes. if we now that we've lost our morals, that's why we're collapsing, and we're gonna to continue to sadly I
1: think. well and and when you see this around the globe, you can really appreciate, even though you think that there's law coming in uh that style of law which is which is brutal um and we don't have time to get into that uh anyway, it's just. It just doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. No, it doesn't. Okay. All right. Our next article from Bloomberg.com talks about global supply chains are being battered by fresh COVID surges.
0: Remember, we talked about famines in the last days and troubles and sorrows. Here we go. Asia's renewed surge in COVID-19 infections is compounding supply chain blockages across the world's biggest source of manufactured goods. Now, don't let that slip by you. In other words, one of the biggest sources of manufactured goods, the biggest source, is now getting clogged up. What happens is it starts there and it affects the entire world, okay? So we're going to feel this. After the weathering, uh, after weathering earlier pandemic waves better than other regions, the fast spreading Delta variant is thrown into turmoil. Factories, ports, countries that were once among the most successful containing the virus. But here's the thing. Now, the snarls in Asia, there's not only really so much about COVID as is as how it affects the world in their food chain and manufacturing, where the United Nations estimates about 42 percent of global exports are sourced. Uh, They risk twisting their way through global supply chains just as shipments would usually ramp up for the Christmas holiday shopping season. As earlier snags have shown, problems that start in Asian ports can ripple slowly showing up later as delays in places like los angeles and rotterdam and higher consumers what's happening is the boats they don't get there when they get there greg they keep them out there off the ocean or off the ports because they say they're bringing in covid that's why we're running out of supplies you can't find used cars anymore right you have trouble finding certain shoes shoelaces it's all starting to show up at the same time inflation is taking place because of all the money we're spending as a nation this is a recipe for disaster it says at stake is the export boom that shielded trade-driven economies during the pandemic, uh, while China's cases are relatively low. Isn't this is interesting? They admit there's very few Delta various, uh, Delta variant, uh, variants in China. Its zero-tolerance approach has ensnared the Maishan terminal in Ningbo, uh, Zushan Port, where all inbound and outbound container services were halted Wednesday. So even though they have a very low amount of, of Delta variant, they're shutting everything down. Uh, New Zealand got one case. And they shut down the country again, they did a lockdown from greg from one case. This is why this is more than just fear. this is why this is more than just. Uh, political. This is, I think, spiritual. This is part of the Antichrist. Yes. It's the spirit of Antichrist getting control of the world. Again, it goes on and says, uh, while Indonesia, Malaysia, Philippians, Philippians uh, Philippines, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Vietnam, and Thailand account for a combined 5.7 global export, they can greatly impact bigger economies like U.S., China, particularly in electronics. According to estimates by Anatisix, China imports 38% of its data processing machines and 29% of its telecommunication equipment to five countries. Again, the U.S. being one of those. The major challenge for us is the high international shipping costs, which are double or even triple what they were pre-pandemic, said Lam Lai, director of the foreign trade of CNC Electric in China's Zhejiang province, Whose products include meters and wall switches. So this isn't as much famine as it is just normal life, electronics and things you want to buy. But trust me, this is also now with the shipping lanes and things shutting down. It's going to affect food chains. You're going to see the, the, the kind of famine things. I was wondering, how would that happen in America? You're going to see less food supplies. You're going to see, I mean, it's, it's just going to build to a crescendo, Greg, of panic. And this is, this is starting now because of this Delta variant.
1: It's amazing because prior to COVID, when we would talk about a one-world government, yeah. a one-world economy right. uh, with a one-world currency. Because one I want world, to talk about that yeah.
0: before, before we move on. Okay,
1: and and a one-world religion. We we were always hypothesizing how that could be, but we knew that it's not going to come together because things are good. right? We knew that a one-world economy is going to happen as a result of things being globally bad. Yeah. One-world government, yeah. all of those things. Man, we never saw a pestilence like COVID-19, even though the Bible said there will be pestilence and plagues and earthquakes in various places. We didn't see, and obviously, you know, God just hid that from us, uh, that that would be the singular biggest catalyst to affect all of the end times Prophecies yeah. in such a way that we've never seen before right, in right. our lifetime. Well, if
0: fear is very effective yeah. way, Greg, to shut down people and shut down oh, society wow. and shut down the world, Huge. go back to Job. Yes. Now, he said he said use fear. Man will do anything for his flesh. Now, Job was a godly man, so he didn't yes. fall for it.
1: He didn't fall for most it. people, though. Satan yes. uses that.
0: Use fear. We'll do anything. I'll put a mask on. I'll get shots. I'll to do save whatever you tell yes. and then they have this political control. Yes. that man sees it as wow. We're getting political control. We can, uh, control. We can make it socialistic, communist. We can change the world. And I get that. But what they don't realize, Greg, they're being used as puppets. Yes, they're being used as puppets by Satan and the spirit of Antichrist to control the world. Now, what you, let's talk about this for just a moment. Before I, we I, move on, you before, want to talk about just a world economy? I want yeah. to talk briefly okay. about okay. this whole the the mark of the beast and and to give you an idea as as, as what this can be used for. And I get this: they're already saying with these passports, these vaccine passports, that they're not going to let you go to certain events eat at certain restaurants, do certain things. New York has said, if you don't have them, you can't do any of those things. And other states are talking about it. Around the world, they're talking about it and doing it. Now, this is on a small scale, and this is uncomfortable and inconvenient. Imagine um, if everything switches, and by the way, I, everything is going digital. If you watch what's happening worldwide, the richest people who are in the know, they're they are basically, Greg, putting all of their belongings into things that can be uh, like land, property, Gold, silver, they're putting their money into things that, that if everything collapses and they're saying now they believe the dollar will collapse, nobody knows how far off it will, but the economy's so, getting so bad with all the inflation that's heading our way and all the money we're spending. They're saying the dollar's going to collapse and you're going to need to have your assets in some type of digital currency or you'll lose it all. if It's in the market. You may lose it. These are rumors. And people always sure. say that. I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying when or if that's going to happen right and The point is, A wise investment for somebody that's in the know would be digital type of things or land or these kind of things that have some kind of value even when everything collapses, okay? So that may be helpful to some of you out there thinking about types of investments you want to do. But now imagine this. We are going to our digital currency. The 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 central banks are working on that right now because there's so many things, problems that solves. But Greg, no one has thought through. They probably have. But if we thought thought through the control, see what really brought to my attention, these vaccine passports, have really brought to the forefront the control that is going to be had when everyone has to take a mark on the hand or the forehead. Now, that's not going to happen until the Antichrist comes on the scene. We'll be raptured. So, again, no need to live in fear. But get this. If you have a mark and everything's digital, They can tell you, no, you can't eat at fast food. That's bad for your health. We're blocking your funds on anything, Burger Mm -hmm. King, whatever. You can't spend it that way. Oh, you want to shop there? No, you can't shop there. We're going to block that in your account digitally because that's all the funds are. They literally, Greg, will be able to control the lives of every person, the Antichrist will, every person on the planet, what they can buy where they can buy it, what they can sell, what they can't sell, where they can go, what everything will be totally controlled. And what does it say? The mark will be given and and it'll control all buying and selling. You can't buy or sell without the mark of the beast. You literally will have total control over your life. If they want to lock the Christians down, okay, if you're not going to go and get the vaccine, okay, we're going to stop you from being able to shop at any grocery store. You're not going to be able to go to anything. Again, You can see the power this would wield as we go toward a digital currency and and regular money as we know it disappears. Now, this is not to spread fear in the hearts of our listeners. Again, this is the kind of thing that's going to happen once we're out of here. I I do believe the rapture will take place before that very clearly because when the Antichrist signs the treaty, what I'm saying is the groundwork is being set. Like we talk about all the time in all these other settings, the groundwork is being set, Greg, for this ultimate control. And that is... If you control somebody's money, you control everything what they eat, what they don't eat. If they eat, if they don't eat, you can tell them what to do if they'd like to eat. And if they don't, they don't get to eat. You can tell them they're going to lose their job. You can tell them they're going to lose their retirement. You can tell them they're going It's all controlled, and you have no recourse whatsoever.
1: Well, that's already happening right now with uh, some employees looking for religious exemption letters. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because employers are, are somehow, and I don't know how they're getting away with it saying you know if you don't get the vaccine
0: you're going to be fired. Well, here's what's happening. We I met, I had dinner last night with a friend that they were going to be fired if they didn't take the vaccine. Okay. Uh, and 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 it's again it's a government funded Place. okay so i think what's happening is the government's saying but that's just gotta, the beginning yeah i mean this is going to spread and it's going to be more and more we've already talked again in, in, about some of the concerns we have with that uh with the with the mask and the shots and and just this it, none of this makes sense that's why i said it's this a spiritual is, battle it is demonic and yes. you see the enemy now positioning and greg it's something again as, as the world this is why it says the world's hearts will melt from fear when all these things begin to happen. But as believers, we don't. And before we get to the Great Tribulation, as we answered Sean's question early on, we're going to be out of here. And I and I gave the reasons why I firmly believe that. If you didn't hear the first half, go back and listen on our podcast. But, um, uh, you know, so we have a lot of reasons to rejoice. Yes, yeah. is it serious? Yes, do we need to pray for each other? Yes, do we need to pray and, and, and be lifting up our brothers and sisters in Afghanistan and other places around the world where our our families yeah. being put to death for their faith? But, Greg, we can also rejoice because Jesus is on the throne, he's in control, and he said exactly this is what would be happening, and he's given us understanding to know it, so we don't need to panic, but we need to trust.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's get into some uh, pestilence plagues, disasters, and corruption. Yes, that's all non- fun, right? Non-COVID, uh, but yet still prophetic. Yeah. Uh, Foxnews.com reporting and of course this was August 16th so who knows what what the total is but I'm sure you will it's update up. us Pastor Mark. Yeah. Uh this article dated from Monday uh was 1297 dead uh from the earthquake in Haiti so what's it now and let's hit hit on that real quick.
0: Yeah, uh, as far as the, let's read the article here Look yeah. at some of the article um and and then get into death tolls and stuff here let's see the article again says uh, this in lakai which by the way we have a, a a good friend that has a ministry in lakai this is where uh, house talks for haiti is centralized is in yeah. lakai uh the death toll from a 7.2 magnitude earthquake in haiti climbed to twelve ninety seven, you know, and they're not giving any really updated Greg that I can find above that. I mean, that's that's kind of they haven't released new. Maybe they're not finding more, but that still seems to be the number they're giving, even on the modern articles here. Um, but it says a day after a powerful, powerful, powerful. I'll get it out in a moment. Easy to t- say. Yes, Timbler turned thousands of structures into rubble and set off frantic rescue efforts ahead of potential deluge from the approaching storm. So they've got a big storm coming in on top of this. You talk about a country that gets whacked all the time. By the way. This is the country that has made Satan their main focus. It's 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 very much demonic. They're in Haiti. There there's witchcraft, uh there's voodoo. I mean, they have been honoring Satan for a long time. Yeah. This is what happens. Uh when you're not because I'm not even saying God's judging them, I'm saying Satan is not gonna bless you. He's gonna do his best to destroy you, and so we're seeing kind of the fruit of who you follow is what results in in, in, in your national life. Saturday's earthquake also left 5,700 people injured in the Caribbean nation with thousands more displaced from their destroyed or damaged homes. Survivors in some areas were forced to wait out in the open amid oppressive heat and help uh, and, and overloaded hospitals, if you will. So, again, I love this one comment, though, Greg. This is um because um, the article, again, is from it's from uh, Bible prophecy. Again, that's where the article's from, right? Bible prophecy. You named it at the beginning. Either way.
1: Uh, the, the the earthquake articles from Fox News. Well, Fox News,
0: thank you. But listen to what it said in Fox News, because that's yeah. what I want to say. Uh, there has been nothing, no help, nothing th- from the government. Augusta's sister uh, Bertrand said, we only have Jesus now. Hmm. said, Joanne Dorsley, whose house was destroyed, if it wasn't for Jesus... I wouldn't be able to be here today. So although Haiti is a nation giving over, given over to the enemy, God has his people there and God is protecting them. God will protect them. Again, Haiti's Office of Civil Protection said more than 7,000 homes were destroyed, destroyed, nearly 5,000 damaged, hospitals, schools, offices, churches were also affected. So again, pray for Haiti pray for the believers in Haiti, pray that God would use this to get the attention of the Haitians that are that are following the enemy and not following God, um, and to realize this is another sign of the times. And it's interesting, Greg, we talked about, we're kind of in a wars and rumors of wars moment. But look around. It's not just wars and rumors of wars. We've got flooding, which we don't have really any articles on mm-hmm. that today, but yep. that's going on. Absolutely. You've got the earthquakes going on. And the closer we get to the Lord's return, you're going to see more of these things all happening at one time. They're going to come in as a swarm uh, because it's all going to be just this big convulsion of the earth saying, hey, we're ready to give birth to the new kingdom. The earth will be convulsing. And even with the whole climate thing they talk about, the Bible says in the last days, the earth is going to be convulsing, which will affect the climate and everything else. But it's not because of man. It's because of the earth Groaning for the return of the lord and then the judgments of the lord right before he comes back So it's going to get really interesting.
1: Yeah yahoo uh, ark reporting that california fires are exhausting a 10,000 strong army that's fighting them
0: Yeah, this is amazing. You know every year greg they have these california fires and I think you know what? You can't outdo the one they had last time. They're saying now. This is the worst ever There are over 10,000 firefighters battling unprecedented blazes in california, but that's not enough uh, and the state's having a hard time finding more flames. Rage um, is having a hard time. Uh, flames rage across the Western U S and Canada. 12 major wildfires are burning in the golden state, forcing 31,000 people to flee their homes. Think about that. The infernos are part of a dramatic wildfire season spanning the Northern hemisphere with flames burning everywhere from Siberia to Greece and France smoke, reaching the North pole for the first time on record now, this is a foretaste of what's coming, because remember, it's going to be so bad during the Great Tribulation, the sun is going to go dark, there's going to be so much smoke a third, and debris. yeah
1: yeah a third the, of the earth.
0: Yes. Uh, there will be about 100 large, um, there are about 100 large active fires across the western U.S. alone. So finding additional resources for California is difficult. Firefighters deployed and exhausted. The pandemic has made things worse, but the same winds also kept other fires going. The month-old Dixie Fire in northern Sierra Nevada Mountains has now become the first known blaze in California's history to burn all the way from the range's western hills up over its crest and down to the valleys to the east, Porter said. This year is on pace to become California's worst fire season ever. Now, at the same time, Israel has been having blazing fires going. Greece has been has blazing fires going. The world's going to go, oh, look, climate change, global warming. Look, I'm not saying there may not be some of this stuff because the earth's groaning, but here's the real reason for all you believers out there who know God and know his word – this is the earth groaning. It is saying, I've had it. I'm done with sin. I'm done with this world being cursed. I'm done with it Fallen. We're. I'm, I'm, I'm basically self-destructing. We're having convulsions. We're having contractions. And we're waiting on the Lord. And the good news is when the Lord comes back, he restores it. And we live on this earth with beautiful green trees, beautiful green grass, a beautiful restored ocean. And it's going to be an amazing thousand years that lays ahead of us, Greg.
1: Yeah, looking forward to that for yes, sure compared yes, to what we got right absolutely. now. absolutely. All right, uh, let's hit the church real quick, Pat. Pastor Mark this is from christianheadlines.com a church led by a controversial pastor by the name of Greg Locke, the church is vandalized. Yeah, and let's talk about why and uh, bring some balance to this.
0: Yeah, he made a stand, but I, I really think that he really stood too hard and 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 kind of brought some trouble on himself that probably yeah. didn't need to be there. And I think maybe he delved into the political side of it, and 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 again, it's causing him difficulties. But we again, just we, we need to be praying for this church and for Pastor Greg. Uh, over the weekend, a Tennessee-based church, pastored by controversial Pastor Greg Locke, you'll see why it's controversial in a moment was vandalized with several spray-painted messages by an unknown individual. Early Sunday morning, Locke, who leads Global Vision and Mount Juliet, posted on Facebook detailing what had transpired, and I quote, Our church was vandalized again last night, he wrote. Security chased him off about 2.30 a.m., and it was all caught on our surveillance cameras. He did quite a bit of damage before he was spotted. Kudos to some of our peeps getting it there and beginning to clean it up at 3 a.m. this morning. Accompanied with Locke's post were two pictures of vandalism. On the pulpit, the perpetrator spray-painted the message, well, a, a, a letters for a bad word. On the wall, the message, Your Lives Cost Lives was also painted. Of all the things they do, painting my pulpit not only grieves, it grieves me the most, it fires me up to want to fight more. We will not back down. We will not be intimidated, Locke asserted. Last month, uh, WSMV reported that Locke made headlines while he said that attendees would be kicked out of the church if they chose to wear a mask to protect themselves. See, this is where he got extreme. That's where he got extreme. Yeah. yeah. In August 7th, tweet, Locke tweeted a photo of the banner placed outside the church with the following message. This is a mask-free church campus kindly remove them or stay in your car we celebrate faith over fear now again I I, I look I don't I appreciate anybody making a stand for their convictions on what we need to do um, but with the politically charged environment you know we also need to be as wise as serpents, serpents and yeah as gentle as, doves, as does yeah. and again I'm not I'm not picking on my brother here I'm saying I think that a lot of this he brought on himself um, at the same time you know, quite honestly, uh, you know, the science is standing on his side. They talk about science. We talked recently, Greg, it's probably still yeah. on our news articles, That that giant study they did in Denmark, over 3,000 people followed for six months. They said masks made zero difference. They didn't affect the infection rate. Any, yeah, zero difference.
1: Just helps the optics,
0: and that's the largest mask study that's been done. Uh, the CDC lists a couple of small things, uh, like 400 people or something, that they say shows that masks work or whatever. And and they're they're like over a three month period, which doesn't show anything. This was a six month long Danish study over three thousand, I think, thirty five hundred and something people, and they said there was literally almost zero effect from the mask. They just the particles from the virus are just too small. You can't stop it by a mask. However, although I agree with the mindset that the masks really are aren't helping us that much from what we see scientifically. Um, I know that fear drives that. People aren't aware. I think this is going overboard and is pushing it to the point where uh, he probably brought a lot of this on himself, which is, I think, I think
1: it's either the KN or N95 masks are really, I think the only ones that are supposed to yeah uh, be able to stop the virus but i don't know if those n95 masks were part of that study or not i, I don't
0: know they're they're saying even the n95s are not 100 percent. okay though. there yeah. you go so, so, so but, but so again i realize yeah. in certain settings look if if nobody touched their mask yeah and if it was a controlled environment like an operating room i do believe the mask would have a noticeable effect sure the reason we're seeing the numbers come out of the scientific studies that the masks aren't making a difference is because everybody's grabbing their mask, putting it on, taking it all, putting it on. They're contaminated. Yeah. So the mask basically has to becomes, be changed or the, washed. The mask is no different than the environment yeah. you're in because yeah. you've contaminated it, which that's why yeah. masks are not working. Yeah. Could they work in a clinical environment? Absolutely. That's why surgeons wear them. So yeah. I'm not denying that. Yeah. But in the environment we have, they're having really, statistically yeah. now, from this study out of out of uh, uh, Denmark, yeah. really almost zero effect. And God has not
1: designed us to live with a mask on. No. He, he just hasn't. So I'm i'm just curious is what the long term effects are going to be if there is any and i don't know that there are
0: well, they're already saying in the in the nursing homes where they've made them wear masks, the, the suicide desire rates have gone up. Whether well, yeah. not the suicide rates, they, there's they a to, psychological the, aspect. Yeah, there's too, psyops man. going on, and yeah. they want to kill themselves. Yeah. And they're saying with children, it's going to be the same thing. It's going to create depression, depression. and isolation. Yeah. Which, by the way, Greg, is a tactic in warfare. When you take the yes. enemy, you isolate them, them, you muzzle them, so to speak. You isolate them, and they become they they just become desperate, uh uh suicidal, and so all these uh, psyop things. Yeah, it's it's, it's happening with the mask. And that's why I, I personally don't agree with it. But I know that it's a fear-motivated thing. But I, but this is not the right approach to take.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, let's let's end with some good news, Here we Pastor go. Mark. I love it. We
0: need it. And <laughs> Tennessee as
1: well. ChristianHeadlines.com reporting that 29 public schools in Tennessee yes. are teaching the Bible thanks to a $1.8 million gift.
0: Don't you love this state? Don't you love this state? We're one of the states really, really shining right now in a dark country. One of Tennessee's largest public school districts has received a $1.8 million gift this month from a nonprofit organization as reimbursement for teaching Bible history elective classes to more than 4,500 students for the 2021 academic year. I love this. The monetary gift from the Bible in the schools to Hamilton County Schools in Chattanooga is part of a unique partnership that allows the district to teach uh, viewpoint-neutral Bible courses, and that's key, examining scriptures from a historical, non-sectarian perspective. Although the program likely would stir controversy in certain parts of the, the U.S., it has a long history in Hamilton County. It started back in 1922. This gift sponsors the education of thousands of public school students in our district. Uh, said in the news release, five classes are offered from grade 6 to 12. They are Genesis, Exodus, Life of Jesus... Old Testament Bible study and New Testament Bible history. It is constitutionally permissible to teach Bible history from a historical or literature perspective, the website says. See, this is where this is great, because we know it's not just a history book. We know it's not just literature, but if you can teach it as history or literature God's word itself holds intrinsic power, which means as these students are hearing the word of God, God is reaching their heart, lives are being changed. And Greg, this is the reason you see Tennessee thriving through the midst of some of these things happening, as well as a few other states with other states struggling so much. We still have enough of God and the Bible in us that we're receiving the blessing of God. And so we can rejoice in that. We have, we are blessed to live in a wonderful state. And believe me, I've traveled to some of the states that are under great oppression. We have a lot of freedom here. Sure do. Yes. Oh, I thought yeah. you. Were, I thought you had a comment. No. Nope. Okay. You're giving me okay. Right. I thought you had a comment. You're giving me the heads up. No. On time no, sir. sir. There's
1: no, what. What else can you say other yeah. than other than where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty.
0: Yes. And let me give an encouragement, guys. Listen. Again, we to, we talk about a lot of heavy things when we do signs of the times. Believers, rejoice. The Lord is coming soon. He is in control. He hasn't lost control. The, things aren't spinning out of control in heaven. We are right on target. Jesus said, "I'm going to tell you these things in advance, so you'll know that it's me." He's told us what's coming. He's our protector. He's our provider. We're going to be in the kingdom soon, and it's going to be just total rejoicing. The Psalms talks about the wicked will no longer be found. They're going to suddenly disappear. You won't even remember they existed. So when you see darkness seemingly taking over right now, darkness will have its moment at the very end, as the Bible talks about through Satan and the Antichrist. But then the Lord comes back, takes us out of here before it gets really dark, And then he comes back to rule and reign after we have this amazing feast in heaven for seven years, the wedding supper of the lamb rejoicing. Then we come back. We rule and reign with him in a beautifully restored earth rejoicing where we're just going to, we're not going to talk about anything but Jesus and love and having a blast on this earth. And then it gets better after that as he gets a new heaven and new earth. So take heart, fellow brothers and sisters. Good days lie ahead
1: thewaymedia.net. You click on Signs of the Times. You can check out every podcast. And in each podcast episode, we post the articles. You can subscribe to our podcast. You can ask Pastor Mark a prophecy question. You can check out our radio station, WIAM, where we stream and broadcast Bible teachings and praise and worship music 24 hours a day, as well as other content there. So have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here next Friday.
0: Day-to-day lives are affected so much by events of yesterday, last year, our childhood. The joys and pains of past moments carry over and often bring us either happiness or hurt today. Unfortunately, the painful parts have a way of sticking around. In those moments when the past threatens your present and you're uncertain about the future, God is the same through it all. Let Him in. He's very good at moving things forward. W-I-A-M 101.1 FM. The way.